0: Hi, I'm Michael Pinter. Welcome to the How to Flip New York podcast, where we teach you how to start or grow a wholesaling or flipping business in New York. If you're getting any value from this podcast, please leave us a review, because that helps us out greatly. Question is how to find wholesale properties online. So really better question is how to find property wholesalers online. Let's talk about how to find properties and then how to find wholesale. Well, first, let's talk about how to find wholesalers. So, and if you stay to the end, I might give you a few tips on what... Um, some things that I did uh, in the beginning to find uh, properties online. So now the way to find wholesalers online is to Google um, sell my house fast in whatever city you're in or what area you're in and to see who shows up. Most of those people are going to be wholesalers. So that should give you a phone number or a web form or somewhere to contact. And then you should call them. Now I'm assuming you want to find property wholesale properties online because you want to actually buy one, fix and flip it and sell it and make money, which makes sense. Um, so I would Google sell my house fast or we buy houses in whatever city I lived in. So whatever that was. And I would see who shows up and I would call them and then I'd say, hey, straight up, I'm looking to buy properties. Can you add me to your list? You probably, you shouldn't have less than four or five people to call. Sometimes these people are going to be people in other parts of the country and they may not have too many deals for you, but some people are going to be local. And I would ask them, hey, are you really local? And I, without being confrontational, right? No, where are you based? Oh, crap. We got a cool, this guy back. Um, so that is how to find wholesalers and how to find actual property. So there are a couple of places to look. You can look on Craigslist. There are things that show up on Craigslist. Wholesalers post properties on Craigslist. Actually, sometimes even sellers post things on Craigslist. So Craigslist is a place to go. You can look on Facebook groups. So real estate Facebook groups, you will find people. It's, the, the real problem with doing everything I'm telling you to do is that it's hard to know who's real and who's not. It's not so simple so um everybody's gonna say they're real right so i'll give you a few keywords that give away if somebody's not real when you ask somebody are they local and you go well i work with somebody local they're probably not real if you ask them hey um do you buy properties and you go i work with a group of people that buy properties they're probably not real those are some keywords that usually mean they're full of crap but doesn't mean somebody's full of crap today won't be real eventually so that is a good way to find properties. Now, the other way to find wholesale properties online, if you're looking to buy it, you can look for things that are listed. If And I look for certain keywords. So I look for investor, uh, TLC, uh, needs a lot of work, m- knockdown, those kind of words. If those words show up on an MLS listing, that might be a, pro- a wholesale property for you to buy. I've gone through a, a long bunch of videos about how it's not so easy to wholesale something that's listed, but if it's listed really low, much lower than you think you can sell it to a to a flip and flipper to a fix and flipper for it's possible. But it's hard. There are challenges with it. And I and I spoke about challenges both on the on the buying side from the seller and challenges on the sell side to the buyer. It's not so easy. But you that's another way another another place to look at it. Facebook groups are really, really good places to find things. I, I actually found the buyer for a property that was the top bidder by a decent margin on Facebook. So I would continue to look at Facebook groups. So any real re, real estate books in Facebook um, but if you, let's, let me tell you what's on there and what you should avoid. Don't write, hey, I'm looking for wholesale properties. Um, you got to write something specific. So if you're really looking for wholesale properties, and you write, hey, I'm a buyer. I'm looking to buy things. It might work. You might find somebody who hasn't seen that. The problem is that post comes up 5 million times a month. So you need to be a little more selective. So I look through pre- previous posts. I try and find something different. Try and look like somebody who's real. Somebody who has something to offer. Like, hey, I just... If I was really looking, I'd say, Hey, I just sold something and I have some funds and I'm looking to buy another property. If you have something that I can uh, get into, let me know. Right. And, but the question is a little vague, right? It's how to find wholesale property. So the question is, are you looking to wholesale that property to another buyer? Or are you looking to fix and flip, look, fix and flip the property? What are you looking to do? So um, it really depends on what you're looking for, right? That's the truth, right? If you're looking to buy a property from a wholesaler, then you gotta get on these wholesalers lists, as I discussed in the beginning. Find the wholesalers, get on their list. When they have something available, they'll send it to you. If you're looking to actually wholesale a property, you pretty much gotta get it from a seller. So you gotta find sellers, right? And I talk about this, It's that's really the crux of what I do in the business is marketing. Marketing to people that are likely to sell and asking them basically if they wanna sell, and if they do, then possibly meeting with them, making them an offer on the property. That's the whole business, the whole kit and caboodle. Now, if you're just looking to fix and flip, in theory, you could find uh, some deal flow from wholesalers. The problem is that a you're not going to know who the real wholesalers are, and prices are so incredibly nuts now; it's it's a little hard. But that'll change over time, and you'll be able to find. But you want to get on wholesalers' lists. That's important to get on their list, um, so that when something comes up, you can see it. Even if it's even if even if it gets bid too high for you to for you to for you to buy, you want to see it. And see what it trades at, and see what the guy who buys it trades it at, and what he does with it. You know, sometimes um, I just sold something to a group that that paid me a lot, and they uh, they're going to keep it to rent. So sometimes that's another way to think about it. You know, maybe hey, maybe I should be selling these to people who are going to rent it instead of people that are going to going to flip it. But you got to track it, right? If you're new to the business, you want to follow properties, right? I did that for years, right? I followed properties. What did this thing trade at? What did this thing sell at? What did the guy do? Do it. What did he end up selling it to the retail buyer? I watched that. I went to auctions. I used to keep track. I kept copious notes for four years, every single Tuesday at Nassau County Auction, of what people were buying, what price they paid, and then I looked and saw what happened. And that's really when I started getting a picture in my mind of what completely changed my business. And that is, uh, geez Louise, and that is um, smart guys were doing minimal work to the property. They weren't doing what I was doing, right? I wanted to be Tariq Al-Musa from Flip or Flop. I wanted this beautiful property, open concept, everything perfect, stage the crap out of it, viewed everything perfect. And, and smarter guys, smarter guys than me, were taking properties that were just okay, making them pretty good and selling them and getting almost the same price that I was. So doing less work, right? Doing less work. Make it almost as much money. Probably making more money than me, right? If you think about it, because I was spending much more on construction, spending much more time on construction. They were really just doing cosmetic work, making it livable, and selling it. And they, the difference between what they were getting, what I was getting, was not vast. And that, that completely changed uh, um, the way I look at the business. And and has continued. And I and I stand by my current stance, which is when I take a property, I do, I look for as little work as possible to make it sell for where I can make my profit. So where I used to look for doing as much work as possible, I used to idiotically believe that my house would be so perfect no one could say no to it guess what people could say no to your house no matter what they may not like the location they may not like the layout they may not like what you did right and what i realized after a while was that many times the thing that i was spending a lot of money and time on like i used to take capes and open open them up right put in put it take out the wall to the kitchen put in an island and, and put in headers to support the house like the, that that thing was the first thing that the buyer was undoing. I remember a couple of occasions. The guy's like, I gotta put up a wall here. I'm like, Yeah, put up a wall here. One guy told me, Yeah, you know, I want upper cat, I want more cabinets for the kitchen, and I can't do it without a wall. One guy told me he cooks with curry, um, and uh, it was gonna stink up the house. He needed a door, and like it made me start thinking, like, what the hell am I going through all this crap for to do what I believe is the perfect, beautiful house when the first thing the buyer, I just saw myself in the mirror, I thought somebody was looking at me. Um, Well, the first thing the buyer is gonna do is undo that. So why do I spend the money on it? So I stopped doing that and I'm so much happier now. So I look to do as little work as possible. And that gives me a few advantages. First of all, it gets me out of the property quicker. Second of all, it saves me money. I don't have to put up the money for the work. Third of all, it allows me to price it lower because I haven't spent as much money. And that gives me a, a leg up. Believe you me when I tell you in today's market and really the market for the last eight years, if you're priced lower, that's a bigger draw in general, to the buying uh, public, than being perfect or being beautiful, right? And and I, I've said this a million times. I'll say it again. The price that somebody will pay for, let's say, a four or five or six out of ten house, and the price somebody will pay for a nine or a ten out of ten house, that gap has been reducing, and it's more. It's reducing more and more as prices go up in this crazy market. And maybe it'll change right if we're in, we go into a down market maybe people are going to demand that everything is perfect I don't want to spend money on working but but what I've seen is that people will take like an okay house and they'll pay close not the same but close to what they'll pay for a house that's perfect now are there buyers out there who insist on having a perfect house I don't want to do anything sure but there are many more buyers out there who've just been watching the prices go up and they've been priced out of the market and they're like i I can't pay more than $500,000 for a house. Well, guess what? Brand new, beautiful houses in this area are going for five seventy-five, dollars You come out with a house at four ninety-nine. dollars that's not great. It's just okay. And those guys, they're going to come like, like a feeding frenzy. And I still believe that price is a bigger determinant and driver of buyer interest than how nice the property is. Obviously, if it's a piece of crap, um, price is not going to matter as much. But if it's Mortgageable, that means every all the all the systems function and it's okay and it's clean and it looks okay. Even if it's got an older kitchen or an older bathroom that functions, you can probably sell that quicker at a lower price than you can something that's perfect at the top of the market. Hey, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, go to howtoflipnewyork.com for more information about the various ways that I can help you. And again, if you can leave a review, uh, that would really help us out.